Welcome back to Combat Corner on Split It with the Fan Productions. You're with the Hot Box Heroes. And I think it was safe to say our last card. We did pretty well with the picks until the main card, but we were on a run. Yeah, eight and three. So I'm expecting, if not the same, but better this card. Hopefully. All right, so. Well, we got a UFC fight night coming up this Saturday. Moreno versus Roy Valls, who? And it's just monsters, really. <laughs> yeah, it's a real fun card. All right. So, to start uh, it all off, we, mm-hmm. got, um, we got Eric Silva versus Mohamed Naimov at 145. All right, man. I believe Eric Silva, the last time I saw him, he had longer hair. Okay. And I don't know. Like, I'm going to be honest, bro. I see he cut his hair. Is this a a Derek White type situation, bro? You feel me? That's the worst thing I ever heard in my life. I don't know, bro. He cut his hair. Fuck the Celtics. (laughs) Why would you bring this? Why would you bring this into the fucking pod, bro? What the fuck? I'm sorry. Don't ever do that again, bro. Don't ever do that. Derek, Aye, what bro. the fuck? Listen, he cut fuck his hair Derek, and he started banging threes, bro. That's funny. But Anyways. I think I'm going to go with Naimov. Yeah, same. It's pretty um, solid. Um, I, I would say in the later rounds, it could get shaky. Round, I think Naimov could could have that one as a, as a win. Mm-hmm. And you know you could just look at the the level of opposition too. I mean, Naimov's coming off a um, you know split decision win, but uh, still a win against Nathaniel Wood. Where Silva, um, this dude is losing to T.J. Brown, bro. You know it's not a good look. Um, Silva's also kind of like a BJJ grappler kind of guy, um, not too explosive with the takedowns. While we have Naimov on the other side with some good power in the hands. Um, being able to drop wood, um, he's got that Russian grappling style, and uh, he's just—I just think he's going to be more physical, um, and he's going to be able to just win most most of the positions in this fight, if not finish it. Mm. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I think this might be a decision, um, but let's see. Yeah. So next fight on the card, we got Vil- Victor Altamirano versus Felipe dos Santos at one twenty-five. Felipe offered. Offered. Yeah. Yeah. Felipe, after his first performance in the cage, you know, we've seen a crazy amount of potential, you know, to go against uh, Manel Cop in your first fight. And even though Manel Cop beat him, um, it was never to a point where Manel Cop could really take a break. He had to, he was on his heels the entire time um, and just won the moments. But at the same time, Dos Santos was putting up that impressive volume pressure and a lot of those shots look like if they landed they could cause problems to a lot of people you know oh for sure yeah and knowing for that sure. he's from shootbox too you know he has some bjj in his game for sure mm-hmm. um and you look on the other side we got victor altamirano you know he's a pressure volume fighter you know i like watching him fight he's got some good head movement um he's willing to grapple you know i, I, I like guys like this he's a dog he's a dog yeah but after um Maybe the second round, you really see a drop-off with him. 
and the power is really not there. Whereas Felipe dos Santos, on the other hand, the we know the power is there. Um, we know he's doing some crazy shit. As long as Felipe dos Santos doesn't allow this fight to get, like he stays persistent and doesn't uh, fall into like a slower pace that Altamirano wants to fight, uh, I think he he will get this win. I think he's on the up. I'd love to see him just continue to thrive. You know. Yeah, man. I've been waiting to see him fight again since the Kyle fight, man. But the trajectory mm-hmm. is wild. The power is insane. Um, For flyweight to go, I think Cop was ranked five at that time. To go with a rank number five as like your debut in the UFC is, is insane. And then to put up a right. performance where you're basically matching Cop, you know, I, I think mm-hmm. we got something special here. For real. All right, cool. So we both got those Santos for the win. Yep. Um, next fight we have Ronaldo Rodriguez versus Dennis ba- um, Bondar. Um, this is Ronaldo's uh, debut, the UFC. Okay. And Dennis Bondar. This is um a big moment for him. I think he's coming off of two losses now. Um. So he yeah. lost against Hernandez. Mm-hmm. And he got TKO'd by Malcolm Gordon. But it was really a weird... <laughs> I had to look into that because I was going to immediately pick against him uh, hearing that. But uh, it was a weird position where he got stuck on bottom. Um, just some weird shit. It was a technical knockout. So, okay. Yeah. I mean, I like. I can't really remember too much of Bondar's performance. Um, so I think I'll go with the debut right here. Okay. Um, when you break them both down, they're actually pretty similar. Um, they're very, they have, they're pressure fighters. You know, they're both pretty confident. Um, I would, Ronaldo Rodriguez probably has a little bit more patience. But when you look at Dennis Bondar's, um, when he, when he's on the feet, he kind of does the same thing as him where he has these heavy shots and he's like real cocky. Um, is he a counter but, striker or is he? Bondar. Here's the thing about Bondar. I feel like he's very technical and he's very skilled. But you just okay. he's just not – it's just in moments of the fights, like after he does something cool, he doesn't capitalize. And it's a lot of, you know, him trying to hit some cool shit and then that both fighters kind of just staring at each other, you know. Um, he has some – he has grappling, but he hardly uses it. It's just – he's just not mixing it up the right way. Um, so even though Bondar – He's a tricky pick. I think I'm gonna go with him. I just like, I like what I see when he's being effective, and okay. hopefully he takes this this opportunity because if he loses this one, he might just get cut. So yeah, um, it's time to take it serious, and I think he he'll be able to do it against Rodriguez because, uh, you know, he's coming off the regional scene. Um, I'm just hoping Bondar can can pull it together because if, if if he gets some quality coaching, some quality, not even coaching, I don't want to blame the coaches. If he just puts it up together, I think he could uh, he could do some good things in this division. But um, yeah, I'm waiting to see what happens. Um, mm-hmm. As you know, as we've been saying, when you're on your last fight of the contract, you're a dangerous man. Yeah, I don't um, know if it's the last fight in the contract, but two losses in a row is the, a bad look. You know, three losses would be horrible. So, yeah. yeah. All right. So now to the next, we got a lightweight bout. Yeah, we got uh, Claudio Pue- Puegas 
versus uh Pharisee. Mm. We got this one, bro. Well, I think in our last fight that Pulez had fought, I voted against him. Mm. Oh, I think that was with the Dan Hooker. Yeah, he got. He got friends. You know, and from France, the only people I really know from France was from that last card we saw with that uh, light skin guy, and I think maybe lightweight or welterweight. And he put up a good performance. So, man, I think I'll go with the France guy to be honest. Yeah, I'm. I'm probably going Ziam too. Um, he just he he has a uh, six one seventy five inch reach at lightweight. Um, he knows how to use his length really well. He tries to keep people off the off um off of him with the kicks and the counters. And uh, Puez doesn't really have that much. Uh, I'm not seeing a lot of good things on the feet. And he's gonna try and force it to the ground, but he doesn't have the. It's not horrible. But I just feel like Ziam, his whole game, like he knows what his game plan is, you know, and he's prepared Solid. for guys trying to take him down. Um, and players hasn't fought for a while too, so I think I'm gonna go Ziam here. I think he'll be able to keep him off him, and probably win a decision. Okay, okay. Uh, I'm I'm interested to see what these French fighters do. I haven't seen a, a bunch of them yet, so. Mm-hmm. Um, but from what I've seen, especially from that last fight with the light skin guy. It, they're doing something right. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, so, okay. um, next fight, we got Edgar uh, Kyrez versus Daniel Lacerda at 125. Uh, Bro, didn't we we've like, seen this see fight? This fight? Oh, yeah, okay. we've seen this I fight again. I... It was a, it was a um, technical, like, draw, I guess. But we all know um, Edgar Kyrez won that fight. Um, it was something where the ref was saying that he tapped to her that he didn't he called the fight too early or some bullshit like that i forgot exactly the um the scandal with it but i don't think anything's going to change here because uh lacerda great guy i think he's real cool but he's had like unlimited chances in the ufc to try and get this right and every <laughs> single fight he does the same shit and i don't yeah. think it's going to change why while you know sure. kairos he's at the very he's beginning of his ufc career he's a dog um, I'm sure he wants to get this win, you know, get paid like a winner. So I think it's just going to kind of go the same way. It might not be a, a, a submission, but I just, with these crazy styles, if you're not, if you're a crazy striker, crazy anything, like you're one of these shoot box guys just doing insane shit, but I'm not seeing it being effective. I'm always going to take a guy that's more, uh, measured that has a clear game plan, good technique. And Daniel Lacerda of Shootbox is probably the worst, or actually the best example of it just not working for certain people. Yeah. just doesn't work for him. I totally concur with that statement, man. This is like the second or third time I'm seeing their names against each other. And <laughs> it's just, I'm t- not saying I've seen it, but just let's give Eddie man, and let him fight somebody else. Yeah. Um, okay, on to the next. Another familiar face. <laughs> uh, we got Jesus Aguilar versus Mateus Mendonca. Uh, if I believe what I'm believing, he also spams. 
he goes for flashy KO. Mendonca, right? Yeah. Yeah, you know what the weird thing about him is? He does all this flashy shit, and I don't even feel like he does the flashy striking to KO anybody. He's just doing it to get to the grappling, which is an interesting, it's interesting, you know? That's just shoot box for you, you know? And I'm, I'm going to have to contradict my, my statement in the last one for the very fact that he, Jesus Aguilar, Jesus Aguilar, my fault, is just one of these guys that I've described before, he just finds a way to lose, and that's just what it is. Mm. So this is a this is definitely a, probably a pick'em fight, but I think I'm gonna go Mendonca on this one because Aguilar, love the guy, wish him the Jesus best. Jesus got power in his hands. It doesn't look like he got power in his hands. It just doesn't work out for him, you know. Um, mm. First fight he had what's his name? Uh, that Korean or Japanese Tatsuro Tyro. Yeah, Tatsuro did him dirty, and then um, it's just I don't know. He he just he's projecting like one of these guys that doesn't win for me. Okay. So I think I'm just gonna go with Mendonca, and you just look at the the reach too, like 62, 62 inch reach to a seventy one, basically seventy two ten inch reach advantage, bro. Um, absurd. I think I'm gonna go with Mendonca in this one. Just, just off that, you know. Yeah, Mendoza or Faith. Hopefully, he could put it together a little easier this time. Um, but uh, <laughs> like, because I'm pretty sure in the last fight I picked against Mendoza. Me too. Me too. Um, I wanted so... to. I wanted to pick Jesus here, but uh, I don't know. It's just something. It just. It just reminds me of some of these guys that just find ways to lose, and. Okay. Uh, Mendonca, the, the the guy he was fighting, was just a constant wrestling style, you know. And Mendonca had some moments in there. It's just he got broken eventually. Yeah, I can't really blame him. All right, I solid. I I agree. Um, shaky boy, Mendonca. Mm. Okay, so um, next fight we got Christian Quinones versus uh Howney Barcelos at one thirty five. Um, Interesting. Interesting. So I'm seeing Quinones. Uh, he lost against uh, Kang. Against Kang. Yeah. And I think re- I'm fake remembering Kang now. Mm-hmm. Um. Interesting. Who right now? Barcelos. Interesting. Interesting. For some reason, I don't even remember him being a fighter, bro. Barcelos. Yeah. Um, he's been on a bad, bad losing streak. He's a, he's a good fighter. It's just, um, in my opinion, it's just looking like it's time for him to go. Like his, um, his differentiating factors, like are going away, like his chin's getting worse and worse. Um, and it's sad to see, cause I was, I was interested in picking him for this one. Because of Quinones' last performance against Kang, he got rocked and then submitted <laughs> very quickly. And Rowney, uh, I mean, fuck, how do you pronounce the R? Honey? Honey? Honey Barcelos? He just looks like the kind of guy who can probably, you know, strangle you, good kickboxing kind of thing. But when you look at his last couple of fights, it's just been real bad. And one mm. thing I would say about Christian Quinones, even though, you know, his last performance, uh, I mean, he had Kang rocked. And uh, 
he has power in the hands. So I think I'll probably just go with him. I think he's going to have the physicality advantage here. And if he catches Barcelos early, I think he'll probably just put put him away. All right. All right. Um, Barcelos have fought against that guy with the insane uh, cup injury, uh, Henry. Oh, okay. I'm just, I'm, you feel me? It's just wild, but okay. Um. All right, cool. So that's the prelim. Who we got next? All right, Um. moving on to the main card. We got Manuel Torres versus Chris Duncan at 155. Chris Duncan, Scottish. Interesting. Yeah. I'm going with Scottish. As much as I want to pick the Scottish, I think I'm going to go Torres here. Um, okay. Chris Duncan. He beat like, Oh, this who? was one of the KOs. Mota, yeah. My oh, oh, yeah, Mata. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he, he did him dirty with an elbow. Stepping elbow. Um, yeah. Torres, there is some problems in his game for sure, but he's one of these guys that I actually appreciate him using his range. Um, even though I, I wish he would clean up the hands a little bit. He uses the teeps, the leg kicks, and, and um, he just uses his appendages very well. You know, the elbows, okay. stuff like that. He uses his range well in that. But then when he tries to close it in with his hands, like he's he's using hooks and stuff like that. It's like, bro, you have the advantage here. You should press it a little more um, based off his frame. But even with that, uh, I think that against Chris Duncan, Chris Duncan is just, he's just one of these plodding, guys that's trying to walk you down and he's real he's real tough you know but every single one of his fights he's getting hit a lot and eventually he just breaks his opponent where i think manuel torres if he starts landing some of these shots um as long as he doesn't blow his his gas tank trying to put him out because chris duncan is tough i think that he could keep uh chris duncan at range for most of the fight with his teeps because duncan does not close that range very well um and if Manuel Torres is able to that to do that and really gets the range and the and the timing right, uh, he could probably hit Chris Duncan in, in one of the exchanges when um, he tries to close the distance too. Okay. Yeah. Um. All right. Cool. So we're gonna pick against each other here. All right. Bet. See what happens. All right. So next fight, I'm really excited for this one. I've been waiting for her to come back. Um, Yasmin Yaregui. Uh, at Strawweight versus Sam Hughes. Um, her last performance was very disappointing. She got uh, KO'd by Denise Gomes. But it wasn't really uh, outscaling or anything like that because Yaregui, in my opinion, has some of the nicest boxing at 115. Um, I love to see her work. Uh, I could tell she has a good overall game. She just got a little overconfident against Denise Gomes. Okay. Um she got hit straight on the chin like two, three times and just got put to bed. And you know Gomes has that power. She doesn't have the technique. Um and yeah, I'm just excited to see her back. I think she 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 could she could get this one done easy against uh, Sam Hughes. She's, you know, one of these wrestling vets. Is Sam Hughes related to Matt Hughes? No, nah, I don't think so. She's a wrestler too, but I don't think she's related to him. Um, I got Yasmin for the window. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, and you got to think about it. It's like, this is a layup, you know. This is 
I mean, hopefully she doesn't fail. I want to believe in Yasmin. If she loses this one, I'm going to have to just take that L and, and forget about her. But when I saw from her, though, I just I just want to see her fight more often. For real. All right. Yeah. Uh, I remember Yasmin in the ring. She was putting in some pressure. Oh, Gomez was just an anomaly in the division. But, yeah. okay, next, bantamweight bout. Yeah, we got Raul Rosas um, Jr. versus Ricky Turks Tercios. Uh, yeah, we got him inside the bantamweight. We got here, bro. So, we seen Rojas win, and then we seen him get overconfident, overzealous, and lose. Then we mm-hmm. seen him fix his game plan a little bit, which was great to see. Yeah, and get and a sick KO. I'm going to go with Ricky Rosas, man. Raul, Raul Rosas, my fault. Raul Rosas? Okay, okay. Yeah, um... He got a lot better just, than him, man. Yeah, it's a lot of potential. You know, we really hope that humbling worked for him. But there are a couple of things. I'm going to pick him as well. There's a couple of things I want to be... I'm nervous about. I want to just let people know. Um, we don't know if Rosas, like, learned his lesson from that fight. Because the next fight we see him, he just KOs a guy, you know? So yeah. it's kind of like, do we know that you learn to relax and humble yourself a little bit? Uh, or now you think you're a fucking KO artist now? And are you going to come in that reckless with the hands? And then when that doesn't work, you're going to try panic grappling. And against a guy like Ricky Turkios, you never know how that might work out, you know? I agree. Um, That's really what my contemplation is, is if he's going to get back that overconfidence. Um, But I think after that loss, I think he now knows that, you know, he has to sit down and just stick to game plans. Yeah. And, and you know, um, the things that make Ricky Turkios dangerous at the same time as his downfalls, you know, he's very volume heavy. He, he he's not scared to stay in the pocket and even though he's a real good BJJ guy a lot of experience um he's one of those funky PJJ styles where he doesn't mind being on his back for a round because he's gonna be trying to put work in whereas Raul Rosas is kind of more um more aggressive off top control you know and if okay. he's able to just keep on Ricky Turkios and just uh land shots and and control the position from top, uh, I don't see how Turkios really wins the decision that way. And on top of that, I don't think he really has the hands, uh, definitely not one shot, to put Rosas away. And Rosas, we've seen, has some power he in the hands. He definitely has one shot power. Yeah, so so Rosas definitely has advantages here. But if he gets overzealous, like you said, Ricky Turkios is the type of guy that loves to be in fights like this. He loves to to take you into deep water and start beating on you. So... It's a dangerous fight, for sure. And I'm still going Raul Rosas. Yeah, I'm taking him too. I'm just I'm just pointing out to people that there there is a something of a danger factor here. It's not as cut and dry as um the odds might seem or, or you know. I feel like most people will probably pick Raul for good reason, but there is something here to be to watch out for. Alright. Yeah, so uh next fight we got Daniel Zell Huber versus Francisco Prado. Mm. I think I voted against 
Zellerberger too in his last fight. Mm. But he, he's, he won he's been right, proving right. me wrong, yeah. 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 Against Giagos. So he's been proving me wrong and you know he he's his endurance is pretty well. His cardio is pretty well. I haven't really seen him falter in the third rounds. Um how do you know defense? Um not really, but I don't think that'll be a problem with this fight because yeah, you know I think this he might seems, just be standing. He seems very well trained and I'm Composed. sure that he's he's training, you know, takedown defense all the time. And with that type of build, they have an advantage with the takedowns. You know, it's hard to take a down a person that's really lanky. Um, they have all they gotta do is keep their underhooks. It's basically impossible to take them down with a fucking. Uh, you're not gonna take them out with a with a with a double, because you gotta get under them and really lift them to to take them down. You know. Yeah. Um, and I'm I, he just seems very well trained. Um, so I don't think that's gonna be a problem. And on top of it, Prado is a very um power heavy guy so we could see him start fading if he tries to you know really start ra- wrestling a lot uh i think prado's gonna try and take away the distance try to get in there uh land combos but um zell huber he's just getting better and better like i i wanted to pick against him because there are holes in his game but he's he's patching them up and he does know how to use his range it's just i wish he would do a little more um you know some more jabs stuff like that but uh, he uses his range pretty effectively, a little too offensively, in my opinion, for, you know, the gifts he has. Um, I think he'll probably take this one, though, because Prado, I just, uh, I like watching him fight. But I don't think this is this is not the ideal opponent for him. I wish he would have uh, had somebody closer to his size in this one. Oh, uh, okay. Okay. Yeah, as you stated, so, so her burr. He's definitely improving his game, and it's time for me to stop betting against him. Yeah, we'll see how that works out. But, yeah, I I think he he should be the favorite here for sure. All right. Oh, now to the cold main event. And we got Yair Rodriguez versus Brian Ortega at 145. Listen, man, the thing that's worrying me is I haven't seen Ortega fight in a long time. Mm Mm-hmm. In a long time, and last he put up a good fight. You know, we've seen multiple cards from him. Very entertaining, but Yair, even though he lost against Volk, oh, he's still a great fighter, man. Mm-hmm. He's been improving his game. From I was a hater from the the zombie KO that he did. I was yeah. hating on him. I, I admit, for I sure, totally for sure. admit that. No, we but watched that fight after, together, man. I, I, I have those same feelings about Yair for a long time. You know, and it's it's taken it's taken seeing his performance every time for that hate to kind of go away. Yeah, and sure. I think he's I think he's taking this because I believe in his skill. You know, he's he's becoming more dynamic. His kicks are well effective. Um, you know, going against the champion Alex at that time is very hard. Uh, so I'm not gonna hold that against him. But I think he has more than enough to beat Brian. And he did very well against Max, too. He had Max kind of stumble. And he didn't have him rocked. But he probably had him the worst that I've seen in a long time with some of those strikes. Yeah, he had me a little facts. nervous. Um, Max had to get take him down. To, you know, that's a worry right there is the fact that 
Yair really does get taken down by basically everybody. But it's not really that bad of a takedown defense, in my opinion. And, um, yeah, in, in the first Brian Ortega-Yair Rodriguez fight, I had Brian Ortega. I was kind of rooting for him to get the win. But mm-hmm. even then, I had to admit, like, even if Brian Ortega was to win that second round before he got injured, there were moments that I did not feel comfortable on the feet. Yair was definitely beating beating him with the hands, too, not just the kicks. Yeah, He's beating him with the hands. And then you got to think, Brian Ortega forced that takedown. There was a fucking arm. He had him in an arm bar, or was it a triangle? Arm in a triangle? He, Yair was, like, I know the shoulder popped out. But the position began from Yair Rodriguez putting him in a in a dangerous situation, you know. Um, I don't know, bro. I think Yair has been more active. I think in the first fight we saw there were just moments where I was nervous. I think I'm gonna go Yair in this one as well. Yeah, I'm, I'm going Yair. The only thing for worrying me against Yair is the takedowns. Yeah, I think it's a five rounder too. So you know, he he fights till the very end too. Yeah, yeah. We got two, uh, we got two real Mexicans here. You know, we know they're gonna keep going till the fifth round. They're gonna keep fighting. Um, it's just gonna be a banger, hopefully. Yeah, I, I, think Yair. I want Yair to keep rising. I want him to keep rising yeah. for sure. Cause he really like he really proves me wrong, and not many people or fighters prove me wrong like that. So, mm-hmm. um. Yeah, here, man, you got my vote. Or Ortega, if I'm just want to know if Ortega wins this, like, what is his trajectory going to be now, bro? Because, like, him, am I ready to see him back in the game? Him and Ilya have a little beef going on. I don't think Ilya's addressed it yet, but yeah, he's been talking a lot of shit about him. So, um, <laughs> you never know, you know. I mean, Yair versus Ilya would be insane because they're, they're really fair. just going to stand up in front of each other and just throw down. On fight. I mean, um, uh, right. what's his name? Ilya has some slept on wrestling. I don't think people talk about it anymore because he, he's been relying on the hands for so much. But uh, but I still want to see that fight for sure. Yeah, let's you feel me. Yeah, here, make it happen, bro. Mm-hmm. All right, so final I mean, main event, we got Brandon Moreno versus uh, Brandon Roy Val at 125. Listen, man, I'm Moreno all the way. Yeah, I think you guys all knew where we were going with this one, you know. For sure. All the way. Right. You know, talking about evolution, adapting, changing your game plan, becoming a better fighter, there's no one better right now than Brandon Marino to answer to those calls. Mm-hmm. Um, we've seen the war, so we know he's going to hold in to whatever round. Um, and I just think, you know, Roy Val, he, he's, a, he's a good fighter. I'm not going to deny that. Definitely, you know, we should look out for, you know, certain things. Oh, Roy Val will also try to stay in there until as long as he can, which I respect. Um, but I think Moreno, man, uh, I'm not ready to see him. I want to see him back as champion. I, yeah, I don't see a, a one area where Roy Val is better than him on the feet. On yeah, the he's ground. a better fighter overall. Yeah, I think he's a better fighter. We see the type of fighters that give uh, Brandon problems. You know, they're really strong guys, really powerful guys. I'm not saying Roy Val isn't, but he's more of a finisher kind of guy. But he's not really that. He's not like a Hulk, like a like a like a big giant brawler. You know that that's the things that have given Moreno problems. He he solves it in the end of the day. But uh, yeah, I don't think I don't think Roy Val has enough to threaten him 
in enough areas where like Moreno can keep it comfortable wherever he really wants to go. So, yeah, you know, yeah. um, let me check this flyweight division because I remember Roy Valley and Pantoja, you know, he just instituted his game plan. Um, well, let me check this flyweight rankings. So, Brandon Moreno is number one. Almer Albazi is number two. That was the original fight that was supposed to happen here. And I think I'm kind of happier that this Brandon Roy Bell fight's happening. Um, Albazi is just an annoying style for anybody in this division. Uh, I still would have picked Moreno. Because... <laughs> I'm Moreno. picking Moreno until I can't. <laughs> but Albazi oh. is, is probably... Th- one of the scarier options in the division because he's just a wrestler. He's just going to keep wrestling, you know, and it's annoying. Um, okay. But, yeah. I don't know uh, what else to break right. down here. I just think Moreno has nah, it. This is, yeah, top dog right there. Um, yeah, man, I think we concur on most of these, man, for real. Mm-hmm. So, hopefully, this is going to be a banger card. Last card was exceeded my expectations from the prelims to the main card. Main card got me kind of sad, but new day, new card. Um, you know, I'm really excited just to see Felipe Dos Santos, man. I've been waiting to see mm-hmm. this happen. Yeah, um, for sure. All right, cool. Anything else you want to talk about? No, nah, that's it. I'm excited for this card, though. We got, It's a lot of Brazil versus Mexico, and that's always a banger, you know. Uh, and it's a lot of small guys on this card too. Like the, the um, the there's no biggest, heavyweight. It's not even the, no light heavyweight. Bro, the biggest, the 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 heaviest guys on this card are lightweights. So you know it's gonna be a lot of striking. It's gonna be a lot of technique. Um, and man, Brazil versus Mexico is just a lot of scrappers, you know. So yeah, man, that's that's what I really. I might have to back out of Modelo for this, man. Mm-hmm. For sure, yeah. Um, for me, so all right, heard, heard. All right, guys, uh, thank you for t- shout out to my fans, shout out to the Australian people that keep tuning in. Uh, we appreciate you, we love you, everybody else around the world. Tune in with the combat corner. Our picks have been shaky, but they're getting back to what they used to be. Mm-hmm. Um, thank you to our sponsors, split it with the fam.com. Go get a tote bag and hoodie. Um, coupon codes on the Instagram page was put it with the fam, so go get your coupon code. Shout out Larry Locksmith, best locksmith around, and my co-host for being a great co-host. Yeah. Job bless and be great.